We are so excited you've decided to listen to this week's sermon podcast. Hey, we release sermon podcasts weekly, so be sure to follow us and hit that notification bell so you can be notified when episodes are released. God bless and enjoy. This adult class, we're going to have a great, great time today. Excited about Brother Larry Carter being with us. And uh, not only in this service, but the next service. I'm not looking past this one, but I can already tell you I'm looking towards the next one. And uh, so we're going to have a great, great time. And I just want you to know, and I'll, I'll, I'll probably say this again at 11 o'clock, I would imagine. Uh, if time stands uh, that long for another hour, if the Lord holds out for us, uh, I will probably say again, Brother Carter, there's a lot of people that come through. They're my friends. I love them all. They're, you know, they're, they're, they're evangelists. There's fellow laborers and such. But uh, Brother Larry Carter is a, a very personal friend of mine. And uh, I'm just honored that he is here. I'm glad he brought his talent and the spirit of the Lord that dwells in him. And he's overlooked a lot of times for his speaking ability and his life experiences because his musical abilities are so far above and beyond the average person and so uh but we're honored today uh to have brother larry carter come i just want him to just come just be himself he he's he's just beans and taters and he he's he's just he's just gravy and uh he's our friend and a fellow laborer incredible musician and for the next little bit he's going to be teaching to us and let's give him and the lord a great hand clap Praise the Lord, church. You may be seated. Thank God. Well, it's good to be back with you all here at Life Point. Um, God is so good. He's so good. I, I'm just amazed at. at uh, his ability to keep us, and I've I've told so many people lately, and I've it's happened in my own life that. Sorry, I left this case sitting out. God puts things on our path for our benefits. It's amazing. You look back over your life and you realize, God, you, you worked this out for me. You worked this out for me. And that's what he does. He knows how to take care of us. You know, the Bible says, delight yourself. I've, always, I've never really paused to look at that particular couple of words there, but delight thyself. Make yourself happy. We always go straight to the delight we, it's almost like subconsciously we're taken over to delight the Lord, but it says delight yourself. Be happy with your life. Be happy with who you are. Rejoice in, in, in your situations, every one of them, and he will give you the desires of your heart. Delight yourself. I want to be a happy person. How about you? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank God. And I, I, I want to share one other little thing here that the Lord just spoke to me. I'm getting ready to, to teach here a little bit. But uh, I was thinking the other day, and, and, and this, I, I honestly feel, and every time I've been here, I've seen this 
exponential growth in this church. And, and it's a, a, I know from my own life and my own experience, and even when I came back to God in 1988, I'd been away for, for 10 years, and I was playing nightclubs, and I had long hair and drugs and alcohol on a Saturday night. I was snorting coke on a Sunday night 24 hours later. I'm at an altar, and in 10, in 10, 15, 20, I don't know how long it was. I lost track of time, but when I got up from that altar, uh, the reception that I received was amazing from the people. And, and you, you know, the, the, the prodigal son's older brother, everything was fine until the prodigal came home. Everything was okay. I mean, he was working. He was in the field. He was working. He already had his half of the inheritance, and he was cruising along, working, keeping care. But, but sometimes we have to learn to make the transition from a worker to a celebrator. He didn't know how to do that. He didn't know how to become a celebrator. He was in work mode. And he says, he's been, he's, I've been working, he's been gone. But he didn't realize it's time to celebrate. And, uh, I, and I, I want to challenge every one of us, and I'm not, I'm not picking on anybody, but, but when, when someone comes home, hallelujah. They may not have the pedigree, but they have the DNA. Simon, Simon got it all wrong. He didn't realize the woman that was in his house was the one that was ministering to Jesus. Hallelujah. And, and I'm so thankful that, that there was a church that celebrated me home. They didn't stand watching from afar and said, he's been gone all these years and you're treating him like, hallelujah. Thank God. I want to. I want to. I want to be ready for souls when they come in, because they're coming. They're coming. I believe that. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna read a little scripture here in Isaiah nine and six. This is typically a, a Christmas scripture, uh, but I, I want to speak for just a little while about peace. Um. In Isaiah 9 and 6, we, we've read this scripture. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given. The government shall be upon his shoulder. His name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, and the Prince of Peace. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, remember, I remember going to an arcade a few years ago. I don't remember. It was, I was a kid. It was, was a lot of years ago. It wasn't in the last... And it was this, there was this thing you could pick up, and it was like this mallet, like padded mallet, and you put this money in, and these pegs started popping up. Anybody ever play? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and uh, so, so you stood there, and, and when one would pop up, you'd hit it, and here come another one, and you'd hit it, and, and it was this never-ending, they, they're just going to keep coming. And I look at the condition of our world today, and, and it seems like that there's this always elusive quest for peace. 
there's peace accords, there's peace talks, and, and we get together, and, and one gets squelched, another one pops up, and another one gets tamed down, and another one pops up. And, 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 you, and you realize, as a, if you look at this strictly from a, a world viewpoint, a, a, a political viewpoint even, or a military viewpoint, you realize there's never going to be a perfect peace in this world in our system. It's just not going to happen. The Bible said there's going to be wars and rumors of wars. That's, gonna, that's a way of life. So peace is, is one of those elusive things that, that, that people uh, try to attain, our military tries to attain, and, it, and it's not happened. But I am so thankful that in a, in a troubled world, in a troubled world where, where troubles come and, 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 and economic problems come and, and health problems come, that we can have peace yeah. in times of trouble. There, there, was, a, there was a king once that, that, that he commissioned some artists. He said, I want, I want someone to, to paint me the, the perfect illustration of peace. And, and so there was all these pictures that came in, all these artists that sent pictures and that he looked at one and it was just this beautiful, tranquil, beautiful, tranquil ocean and the mountains and the clouds were just beautiful and everybody was looking at it with the king and then surely this is the one he, he's going to pick because it, it, just, it, it just exudes serenity and tranquility and peace. Yeah. And the king looked at that one and there was another one where was, there was just these storm clouds raging and you could see the, the, the waves up crashing against the the rocks and the mountains, and he said, I picked that one. They said, why? That's no peace. He said, look closer. And in between a rock and a crevice in the mountain, there was a little nest, and a bird was sitting there, and the bird was, was protected, and the rocks from that storm, he said, that's peace. We're never going to be, we're never going to be immune from hurts and tragedies and trials in our life. We never know when that phone's going to ring at 3 in the morning. And we dread to answer it. And it says, eh, they've passed, she's passed, she's in the hospital, he's in the hospital. You never know what's going to happen. But I'm so thankful when the storms rage. <laughs> and the wind blows. I can be sheltered in the rock. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. My Lord, that is peace. Hallelujah. There's peace, though the world be raging in the shelter of his arms. Hallelujah. Aren't you thankful for peace this morning? Hallelujah. Woo. I, there's, a, there's a few instances in the Bible. I want to read here in Mark, the fourth chapter. And the, in, the, in Mark 4 and 35, it said, In the same day when the even was come, he said unto them, Let us pass over into the other side. And when he had sent away the multitude, they took him even as he was in the ship, and there were also with him other little ships. And there arose a great storm of wind, and the waves beat into the ship that it was now full. 
he was in the hinder part of the ship, sleep on a pillow, and they awake him and say unto him, Master, carest thou not that we perish? And he arose and rebuked the wind and said unto the sea, Peace, be still. And the wind ceased and there was a great calm. I love this passage of scripture. There's several, there's several layers that, inside of it that appeal to me. Peter was a fisherman, so he knew what was going to be a bad day when he was out there. He knew when the weather was going to be bad. He knew when, and, and I wonder, I'm just wondering if they consulted Peter and said, Peter, is this, is this storm, are we going to survive this? You've been out here. You kind of know what's going on. And Peter, I believe, recognized the severity of it and the danger of it. And I believe it was at a collective agreement to say, yeah, we, we better go ahead and wake him up. It was even filling the boat up with water. And, and, and so they agreed to, and they did. They woke him up, and, and, and he stepped up on the bow of that ship and said, peace, be still. And I love that passage of Scripture because when, when the storms come and the winds come and we feel like we're all alone drifting, yeah. hallelujah, he's able to step up and speak peace to us. But, but I want to take it a, a, a step farther. The Bible said there were other little ships. The other little boats experienced the same storm. When the storms came and the winds blew, those other little ships were bouncing. They were filling up with water just like this boat. And, and the disciples probably weren't thinking about them. We don't think about someone. When we're going through it, sometimes we don't think about other people. But I want to let you know, sometimes God's put storms in our life, not just for our benefit, for someone else's benefit. And God does a work in our life, not just for us, but he sees another little ship. You, you, you see, when he spoke peace to that boat that the disciples were in, the wind seems not just the circle they were in, it ceased where the other little boats were floating. And, and they experienced the same calm. I want to let you know, when you, go to, when you come here on a Sunday morning, you get blessed, and, and, and God speaks peace to you, and he does a miracle in your life, it's not just for you. It's for somebody that you work with. It's for somebody that's in your family. It's for somebody that you might meet when you're in the checkout line, hallelujah, that's gonna experience the benefit of the peace that you have in your life. Hallelujah. My God, I don't wanna be selfish enough to think, God, everything you did for me, you did it just for me. I called out when I was sinking and my life was fell apart and God, you changed my life. I, I, I my, 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 my wife sent me a text, it was a few Sundays ago, and she said, it was a picture of my eight-year-old grandson, hands in the air, receiving the Holy Ghost. And I thought, oh, that's good, and then I got to thinking about it, I said, God, when you changed my life, maybe you was looking at him. When you changed my life, maybe you was seeing him. Hallelujah. I want to let somebody know.
Hallelujah. This is bigger than just you and me. This is... When God brings peace into a church service, when he speaks peace to your heart, he's giving it to somebody else. He's giving it to somebody that needs it. Thank God. Thank God. Hallelujah. Thank the Lord. Thank the Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Thank the Lord. Thank the Lord. It's amazing the links that we do go through to try to get peace. And I know there's people in here I could pass the mic around. We all clean up pretty good, though, huh? I do for a hillbilly. I'm a, I'm a meat and taters guy, like the pastor said. But it, it's amazing that the links that we try to go to to find peace. And I, 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 I went the drug route, I went alcohol, and, and, and even the, the music, you know, you think, well, and I admit there was times when I was up there playing and I, wow, this is good, this is good, this is good. But the storm would always come back. You'd wake up the next morning and be in the same storm and I needed peace in my life. I needed peace in my life. You know, there's nothing that takes the place of that. There's nothing that takes the place of that. I, and I, a lot of times we equate uh, desperation and, and with poverty. And it's easy. I've seen people that say, well, I'm going to go on outreach, and they typically gravitate to homeless people. And, and we don't realize there's people around us that have good bank accounts that live in a troubled world, and they need peace. And, and I, 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 remember, I remember going home that night from the altar and, and got back to that motel room we lived in, and it was a, it was a dingy old $40 a week motel room, concrete Concrete floor, ice chest in the in the corner. We had an old clothes rack made a little one of them cheap Walmart clothes racks that everything all the clothes we owned were hanging on that one rack and we had rabbit ears on the black and white, tin full wrapped around them. You get the picture. Much better than we got the picture, that's for sure. And I remember that night when I drove back and walked into that motel room. It suddenly occurred to me all this time, I think, man, I've got to get out of this poverty situation. I've got to get out of this situation. And I walked in there that night and I realized, God, my environment doesn't matter as long as I have you. That's true. Sometimes we let our, our current conditions dictate our peace of mind. 
I'm upside down on this on this car. I'm upside. I've got you know, and that dictates our situation. I'm living in this house that's falling apart, and we let that dictate our peace, and we shouldn't do that. Hallelujah. Thank God. And I, I realized that night, God, I can live here and be happy. Now, God had bigger plans. But you know what's some money? He, you know, he turned water into wine in the Bible. And he turned whiskey money into grocery money in my life. Hallelujah. And, and I remember I went the next day and I got a job at a grocery store making three thirty-five an hour. And uh, this was in 1988. And uh, I quit my band and uh, started going to church. We, we finally moved out of this motel room into a little uh, a little. It was an old house that someone had put a wall down and put two front doors and called it a duplex. And and I was telling someone we went we went we stepped up, but in a way because it was forty a week for the motel room. The room this this little place was one twenty five a month, so it was actually cheaper. <laughs> and, but I remember that was the happiest time of my life. And I don't want to get so caught up now in, in, in the materialistic things of the world and, 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 and success and, and, and moving on. And I have more money now. And the Bible says lean not under your own understanding. Back then I had to have God. I couldn't walk without him. I couldn't talk without him. I needed his peace every day in my life. I didn't need an artificial peace. I knew the peace speaker. I knew him by name. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah. I, I mean, I was, that was, it was the perfect peace in my life. You know, and I don't want to do like the disciples did. Forget about the storm. They forget about the miracle in the middle of a storm. Forget about that he's the peace speaker. And we concentrate sometimes on the things that we I think maybe the last time I was here, I might have talked about contentment, how that contentment is the door-to-door salesman that we never answer the door. We, 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 we want to live sometimes in our, in, our, in our world of discontentment and when, when just peace is one word away, when we whisper the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank God. And oh, there's been, there's been bumps since then, living for God. There's been storms that have come. But I found the same peace speaker that met me at that night in September of 1988. With just one spoken word, Jesus, he's back to calm another storm. <laughs> Hallelujah. But I've grown to realize that God, this is not just my storm. It's not just for me. The way you bring me through it is going to bless somebody. And, and I, I've had so many people, and I'm not, I've never wanted to toot my own horn. I've been full. Next month will be my 30th year full time. I've been, I'm getting old. It's my 30th year full time. And, and one, of, one of my most memorable stories I, there's a guy named Sonny Cruz that lives in Elkhart, Indiana. Sonny, Sonny was. Uh, Turned into a, a, he was doing hard drugs. And, and he said, so I was laying in my room, I would stay in there, I was doing 
I was doing meth and all kind of stuff. It was just about, what, 10 years ago. And he said, I would even sleep for three or four days. I would lay there in, in bed, and I would just go going crazy. And he said, my mom went to your, one of your services, and she bought one of your cassettes. That was a while back. And he said, she slipped it into my room and put it in that cassette player and started playing it. He said, Brother Carter, he said, I hated it at first because it was against everything that my flesh wanted to do. But he said, I kept listening to it. And he said, God started touching my heart. And he said, I prayed through, I repented, and God turned my life around. Now Sonny has a ministry for hurting people and drug addicts. Travels all over the U.S. and he does that. It, because you never know what your peace is going to do for someone else. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank the Lord, thank the Lord. You know... I, I look, I think one of my, I think one of my uh, most incredible stories of, of that, that I love, and, it, and there's not a lot written about it. We just read about his failure, but Peter was such an impulsive person. Um, he, he was ready to, you know, Lord, I'm, Jesus told him, Peter, Satan's desire to sift you like wheat. Um. But I pray for you that your faith doesn't fail. In other words, he was saying, Peter, you're, I pray that your faith doesn't fail, but you're going to fail. Yeah. He said, you're going to deny me. Peter said, never, never. I'm not going to do it. Right. I mean, even, even when the, the heat is on, Peter's still ready. I mean, he grabs a sword and wham, and <laughs> cuts a, the servant's ear off. But, but when, the, when the chips are down, the Bible said that Peter did deny the Lord. And, and, he's, and he found himself at the lowest point probably of his life. Because over there, hanging, hanging between heaven and earth, is, is, is the, the man he had followed for three and a half years. And, and he, he thought there was going to be a kingdom. So it wasn't just a personal failure. He thought this, everything that I've invested in my life in, I, I walked away from a fishing business. A career, if you will, and, and followed him, and now he's hanging like a criminal between heaven and earth. And, and over on this side, one of my compadres, if you will, is, is hanging by a rope. He, he fell apart. His life messed up. And, and Peter said, then, look at me. I, I, I denied him. I, I, I messed up. I, 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 didn't, I wasn't there when he needed me. Just on a personal level, even if he wasn't a king, I still messed up. And, and, and the Bible said that he, he, no doubt he was at the lowest point of his life. And, and Peter was thinking, man, what do I do from here? Where do I go from here? There's turmoil in my life. There's, there's things that I don't understand. I, I don't know what I'm going to do. There, there's a scripture in the Bible. I, I believe it's, uh, um, uh, let, let me, let me. Uh, oh, it's Philippians 4 and 7. And it says, The peace of God which passeth all understanding. 
I look at that and, 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 and something jumped out at me. The peace of God which passeth. Understanding can only go so far. Understanding can only go to here. I don't understand what's going on. But peace says I can go farther than that. He's the peace that passeth all understanding. When you walk into that valley where the land of no understanding, where you don't know why you're going what you're going through, you don't know why things have happened like they have. You don't know why your worlds fell apart. You don't know why death has knocked on your door. You don't know why your finances have fell apart. When you're where you don't understand, peace can be there. Peace can follow you farther than understanding can go. When understanding says, I stop here, peace says, I can keep going. I can be with you. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, my Lord, there's times in my life that I don't understand what's going on. And I don't understand why I lost my dad and my father-in-law in the same year. And I don't understand why I have the problems I have sometimes, right? I don't understand that. But, but beyond, the land of under, beyond the land of understanding, in the land of no understanding, peace goes there. Peace walks with you. Hallelujah. No wonder David said, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Hallelujah. Understanding can't go there. Hallelujah. But peace is there. Job said, I look here. I look here and I look here. I can't see him. I can't perceive him. I don't understand what's going on. Hallelujah. But he knows the way that I take. In the middle of the storm, I have peace. In the middle of the storm, hallelujah, I have peace. Thank God Peter didn't just stay there. The Bible said then Peter arose. Well, that's hard sometimes. It's three words, but it's hard sometimes. From that position of, of failure, of guilt and hurt, tragedy, scars, three words, then Peter arose. Oh, I, I see this echoed through the Bible, though. The Bible said then Naomi arose out of Moab, said, I'm going back to Judah. I'm going back to praise. The Bible said then the prodigal son, it said then he arose. These all had situations where they were at the lowest point. of the, Then David arose out of Ziglach. These are people that all were in rough situations, struggles, their own personal struggles. Understanding said, I can't go into this valley with you. Understanding said, I can't be there. I, I, I can't go any farther than this. Peace said, I go with you. Peace said, I can be with you. Hallelujah, hallelujah. All the disciples were gathered. And, and this had to be a, a scared 
sad lot. They were all gathered in a building. Peter was there. Doubting Thomas was there. The Bible's all the, said the Bible's all the disciples had fled. They were all afraid. They didn't know what was going to happen. They saw their dreams vanish, hanging on a cross. And, 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 and no doubt that at that point in their life, they were going, what do we do? We're trying to regroup, but what do we do from here? We really believed all this was going to be a great kingdom, and now here we are. It, it was in John 20. He said, then the same day of the evening, being the first day of the week, the doors were shut where the disciples were assembled for fear of the Jews. They had it dead bolted. They had alarms on. Understanding was standing at the door. Understanding couldn't be in that room. But the Bible said, Then Jesus appeared unto them and stood in the midst and saith unto them, Peace be unto you. Hallelujah. Thank God. And when he had so said, he showed them his hands and his side. Then were disciples glad. When they saw the Lord, then said Jesus to them again, Peace be unto you as my Father has sent me, even so send I you. I look across this place today and here we are gathered. And some of us might be dealing with confusion and hurt and understanding can't come into this room sometimes. Understanding, don't know where to follow you. It has to say, you're on your own. You don't understanding. But all through this service already today, I feel that Jesus has appeared in our midst and has let somebody know you're not alone. When understanding can't go there, I can be there. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Peace. Peace, wonderful peace, coming down from the Father above, sweep over my spirit forever, I pray, and fathomless billows of love, let's all stand, Peace, peace, wonderful peace coming down from the Father above. Sweep over my spirit forever, I pray. In fathomless billows of love. Hallelujah. Let's lift our hands right now. Hallelujah. Peace, peace. God, I don't understand what's going on in my life right now. 
God, I'm dealing with a situation I don't understand. Understanding stopped at my heart's door. Hallelujah. But I know peace is with me today. Peace is with me today. Sweep over my spirit forever, I pray. In fathomless billows of love. Hallelujah. Somebody, do you feel the peace of God today? Peace. Hallelujah. It's wonderful. It's wonderful. Not as the world can give. Peace not like the world can give. Hallelujah. But only, hallelujah, this can't be found in a boardroom, in a political war room. Hallelujah. This is the kind of peace that only God can give you. That passeth all understanding. That goes farther than understanding can go. Ever I pray. In fathomless billows of love. Oh, let's sing it again. Oh, Lord, peace. Peace. Wonderful peace. Coming down from the Father above. Hallelujah, Lord, I need your peace today. Sweep over my spirit. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Though the world be raging, though the world rages, everything around me rages, but I've got peace today. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, one more time. Let's sing it again. Wonderful peace coming down from the Father above. Sweep over my spirit.
is your peace that passes all understanding. And we thank you. Why don't we give the Lord a great hand clap right now? Progress is coming right along. I think this time next week our uh, offices will be finished. And I want to just thank all the teachers, all the hard work. There's been a lot of work going on here in this last seven days, just since last Sunday. Thank all of you for moving. It seemed like a chaos, but it really was organized chaos. And, uh, and there's been so much work. I want a big shout out to Sister Kim, thank you so much. I've seen you up here several days. Brother Victor uh, said, well, I shouldn't even start it because all of our Sunday school teachers, well, they're not in here to hear me anyhow. So we just, they're in Sunday school. But y'all just don't know the kind of work that's happened. Every office has moved. Every class but two has moved. Uh, Sister Carla and uh, Sister Kim have taken on uh, new locations and trying to figure it all out and so there's reasons behind it all that we don't have to talk about right now but I'm honored you're here and uh, the Lord loves you and I love you and I am looking forward to 11 o'clock Brother Carter's going to minister to us the way that he does that and uh, first uh, little bit our choir and some of our singers are going to have a privilege and opportunity to have him playing alongside them and make them sound maybe, maybe a little better. Probably not, but he may, he may help a little bit. And we're just going to have a good time. Why don't you just get out and spend a few moments greeting one another. Tell somebody how nice they look. How happy you are to see them. God bless you. I love you.